0: In this episode, I'm going to talk about maximizing your serviceability. That means your ability in the bank size to be able to repay a loan. My name is Adam Panisi. I've been investing in property and in property developments for over a decade, having got a couple hundred million dollars of projects in the pipeline at the moment. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about how to maximize your serviceability. That means in the bank size, being able to get the biggest loan amount possible which is really critical if you're building up a property portfolio. There are a couple of ways to do this, but I going to talk about actually generating more income out of your properties in particular. So if you do own investment properties at the moment, there's a couple of ways to get more income from these. The first one, which I like to do, is renovation, just like a quick spruce up. I'm not talking about major structural renovation. I'm talking about making the property fresh. So what you want to do is be able to spend money so that it generates more than the money you've spent as a return. So for example, if I'm going to be spending $50,000 on a property, I want to be generating that as a return. So that as a 5% return would be $50 a week in return. So you want to be generating you know, at least 5 or 6% return in the current market because that's where your interest rates are likely going to be. So if you're spending $50,000, you want to be getting an extra 50 bucks a week in return on top of that property. Hopefully, you don't, you don't need to be spending that much. But the cheapest things to do are paint, carpet, uh, tap fittings. They're the cheapest thing. You know, bench tops. You don't have to replace the whole kitchen. You can just do the bench top. You can even paint the kitchen. I've done that on a lot of renovations back in the day. So you just want to spend the smallest amount of money possible. Make the property fresh so that you're going to attract a better quality tenant and get more rent. So if you can push your rents up, that's going to mean that it's getting giving you back more money to be able to pay the debt uh, on the property, and then hopefully put some money back into your pocket. So that's one really easy way to do it if you already own a portfolio. If you don't own property already, have a look at where you can add value really quickly to a property to jump the rent up. So if you you know can do not a fifty thousand dollar you know paint job, you know do a five or ten thousand dollar paint job to a property, you know, paint, carpets, uh, flooring, vinyl, whatever it is, spruce up the property, make it more appealing, more attractive to tenants. <clears throat> I'm flabbergasted how many property owners let their property go to pretty much wreck and ruin and expect that they're going to get a really high paying tenant. If it, there's an option for a tenant to rent a new property versus an old old property and they're the same price, then, or the new property is a slight more premium. Then you know the tenant's going to be renting the property that's going to be nicer. Why would you want to live somewhere where the carpets ten or twenty years old and it's disgusting, or the walls have got marks on them and there's paint missing? It's just not a nice environment to live in. Um, I've been a renter uh, on different properties. I've rented just recently because I've moved into a new area and I wanted to try the area out first. And you know some of the properties that we looked at. Um, I was astounded by, especially in the the market that we were looking at, like the the amount of rent we were we were paying, and some of the properties that were on the market for that sort of rent. Like there was, you know, old carpet, paint missing on walls. The properties were tired. You know, they needed heaps of maintenance, and you know they were asking. Some of the properties we were looking at were $1,500 a week, for example, which you know is getting up there with with properties to rent. Like it's not. You're not talking about a $500 a week property, so that's how you maximize one getting a rental return. And you know, I might be preaching to the choir. You might already know this. And doing that, you know, it's just those simple things. Uh, another really good add value, both with rental and also with valuation on the property, is air conditioners. You know, they're relatively cheap. You know, reverse cycle, whether it's heating or, or AC. You know, people want to be comfortable. So, you know, if you spend a thousand bucks on an aircon, for example in a living room or a bedroom, you know, that could mean that somebody's gonna rent that your property over over somebody else's. So you attract a tenant faster, they'll pay a premium for it. Another one is pets. If your property is pet friendly, you know, get additional bond from people to cover their pets. A lot of people that are renting out their properties, they won't allow pets. So if you allow pets, you know, they can be indoors, outdoors, whatever. You know, you just gotta make sure that if you are renting to somebody that does have a pet, that one that you get, I would personally get an extra bond in case the pet wrecks stuff, especially if it's a bigger pet. I want to know what sort of pet it is. Your rental agent should be asking that anyway. And if it is indoors and you know things get scratched or knocked, but you know pets make a whole lot less damage than children. I'd rather rent to somebody that's got an indoor dog than rent to somebody that's got three young kids, for example, because I know what kids are like, because I've got a few... Young kids and, you know, kids run around, bikes are inside, whatever it is. Dogs are a lot more friendly and a lot more easy on your property than than kids are, especially young kids. So there's that to push the rent up. You know, ceiling fans, that can make a difference, but not always, depending on where you are. Um, so that's one way to, to maximize your serviceability. Another way is to reduce your expenses. Um, you can only reduce them so far because the bank has minimum expense criteria now. So, if you, you know, you are spending silly money on things, you know, just reduce your expenses. I've always been one to live well below my means. Um, and, you know, it just so happens that I've increased my income so much now that it's a lot easier to do it. But there was, you know, times where I was, I was on $100,000 a year in my job and I was spending $100, $150 a week on rent. So, you know, I was minimizing my expenses I still rarely eat out and go to restaurants. You know, that's only generally special occasions. You know, if you're eating out at restaurants a lot, you know, that gets expensive. Um, There's ways to minimise your expense and that's a way to get your serviceability up, show that you're a good saver and then put that saving money into an investment. You're not going to get rich from savings, but you will get rich from putting it into investments and having those investments grow. Uh, Another really good one, to increase your serviceability is not buy every property in your own name. I talk about this in various different videos and if you want more detail, there are other videos that I do where I talk about the alternatives to buying property in your own name. So you buy properties in separate entities that can increase your serviceability as well and you want to be buying positively geared properties or at least as a minimum buying neutrally geared properties, so it actually doesn't cost you anything to hold that property. So they're my tips to increasing serviceability and being able to then go and buy more properties and build a bigger portfolio. If you've got value from this video, please let me know, please like and subscribe the channel. And I will endeavor to get you more videos like this. And if you do wanna see a specific video done, then please let me know as well.